Hi, and welcome to The Pain of Art, where I try to uncover what's going on behind the scenes. You know, I'm more of a happy-go-lucky kind of person. That's how I come off on the outside, but there's a lot going on beneath, and I want to use my writing to kind of step behind the curtain and see what's going on and what's troubling and some of the darkness that many of us might have behind our smiles, behind our happy attitudes and our giving hearts. Many people can be struggling with a lot, and maybe this could help shed awareness onto the struggles that people might be having. So the structure behind this podcast is I'm going to be reading a part of something that I wrote. It's usually two to three minutes, something really short. And then I'm going to start to talk about the different things that were coming up for me during writing this or different things now that I'm reading it, that I'm seeing and really starting to open this up. The writing is heavy, but the heaviness behind the writing is even heavier. person that wrote this, I, like there was a person that wrote this, I wrote this. And sometimes if we acknowledge that person and we open up that person, there can be a lot of growth. And I really want to grow as a person, as a being, as someone who's constantly trying to perform more or do more or add more or just be a little more than I was. And not to say that I'm unhappy with my growth, but that I kind of always want to be pushing, pushing that next boundary and just going a little further, a little further and getting deep experiences out of life, really going into what it means to be alive, to really to have like life flowing through my veins. Okay, so I'm going to start. This is a piece that I wrote a few weeks ago. It really shook me when I read it or when I read it afterwards. I hadn't realized how much was going on. I thought I was having a good day. And meanwhile, I am having a good day, but there's also so much going on behind. So I'm going to start. I walked into the room dressed in lack. I walked into the room lacked in dress. I waltzed into the room dancing lack. The room surrounded me as I clutched my feet on the floor of my closet. One sock half off like a hat topping my sideways existence kiss me on my knee lover kiss me where i can feel no pain kiss me in my solidity diss me in my simplicity don't touch me baby you're too beautiful to be around my hunchback soul i'll spoil you like i soiled me my body will grate you like day old garlic you'll evaporate i remember rolling myself in a carpet i remember dropping popcorn on the floor as i munched by the tv i remember being a part of my family I remember smiling with loving evil hatred at my siblings. All that's left now is my hatred with an evil love-colored cover smile that I showed to them. My shoes are too big for me. I'm too big for my toenail clipper. I'm lost in my shadow and drowning in my shallow. Today I brushed my tears with my toothbrush. My eyes are as hard as marbles and burn my brainstem. I saw her hide on the corner of 3rd Street. The mailman saluted me as I yelled at the barking dog. I wear shorts in the winter and wear summer in shorts. I walk the beach in trekking boots and a cape. Fuck you, anteater. No one should have a tongue that long. Women have long tongues. They coil around you and feel everything. I cut my tongue off when I was seven. Every time it grew back, I thanked the heavens below. At age 13, I started burning it off, and at 21, I swallowed it. A tongue doesn't belong in the mouth, it belongs deep inside, behind the intestines. As I bite my jello to pieces, a smile rises through me. Feeling is my mentor, so I don't touch anything. I secure it far below, lest I entangle and lose myself in the explosion of sensation. I am not woman, nor am I man. I am a stingray with the heart of a fish. I blurb air, swaying linearly step by step in the solidity of my coagulation. Five years have passed and my stillness has widened into emptiness. I was blindsided and neglected my truth, but you can never get here on purpose. I look beyond and the circle squares at me. 
my scribble painted peace and my song spoke hope i cried and now i'm found i baked now browned our death became mine and your love was my spine yeah so that was this piece i wrote and when i'm looking at it now after you know a few weeks that i've written this i'm just seeing kind of the progression where in the beginning i come into this room and i'm so nervous that everyone's judging me and i'm just filled with lack and everything is just i just want to crawl into a ball everything just doesn't make sense it just everything is facing me and everything is yelling at me that i don't fit in and i reach for like a lover i reach for someone then i kick them away because i'm so ashamed of myself there's so much shame when it comes to me there's so much shame when it comes to everything i do everything is just filled with my lack with my hunger to be more my hunger to fit in and i'd never think that i fit in and i think that i ruin everyone i'll spoil you like i soiled me there's just this real disgust with myself there's just this pain and uneasiness and just this like vile look at myself where i really look at myself as this disgusting creature and then it, it goes down to like family like I remember being a part of my family. The real the real feeling of being in a family is like remembering looking at your siblings with that evil hatred, you know? And now it's the opposite. Now like we all smile at each other, but we're not there for each other like we used to be. Just a lot of mourning and a lot of a lot of pain where slowly I feel like I'm alienating myself from the world. Then uh I go on later to say, Today I brushed my tears with my toothbrush. My eyes are as hard as marbles and burn my brain stem. It feels sometimes that life is so real and so vivid and so painful and everything is so loud around me and like everything gets etched in my eyes and my eyes are like it's just burning my whole brain everything is just on fire and I can't I don't know what to do with all this it's just the life is too much it's so much and so much pain and suffering and everyone seems to not be noticing that life is so difficult and so enraging and fearful and, and so much is going on everyone's just going about their day and i'm just like holy shit this is happening this is like life is fucked up you know that's what i was saying a little later i saw her die on the corner of third street the mailman saluted me as i yelled at the barking dog it was like we're all going about our days even though all these horrible things are happening like people are dying there's wars happening you don't even have to go that far even within all of our relationships there's so much passive aggression and there's so many unsaid things and so many fears like everything is lined with fear i'm scared to tell my father how much i care about him or all these things where i'm just there everything's constrained and no one's saying anything and it's just it's so infuriating it's so it's i don't even know what to do with all this energy and then it just it kind of like plays a little bit with it later on where like everything is just messed up like i wear shorts in the winter and wear summer in shorts where everything just you just kind of want to scream with like a like a banner like hello wake up world wake up everyone but this is all happening in my mind this isn't necessarily based on reality this is just my reality and the contrast between my reality and everyone's reality is is the real difficulty here because i'm living in a world of normal people who don't live in fear all day or don't see the world as this burning hellhole and i live in the other world also where i'm able to smile and i'm able to laugh and have a really good time with people and enjoy and work and 
do all these things. But at the same time, like deep, deep inside, I'm just, my stomach is churning and it's just like everything is just like acid building up. And and then I sit down to write and it just all comes out. And there's like nothing, there's nothing that I can connect to that everything just becomes like crap. Everything just gets me down, just really gets me down. And then at the end, like later on, I write, no one should have a tongue that long with the anteater. Like no one should be able to affect people that much. And then I talk about women, like women have long tongues. Like women affect me, you know, like I wrote, they coil around around you and feel everything like there's there's a certain feeling that i get around women where where i feel so entangled in them or they're entangled in me or there's all this connection and chemistry and i don't want to feel that and i just want to like again like just curl into a ball and then i talk about like i cut off my tongue when i was seven and every time it grew back i thanked the heavens below i thanked whatever forces allowed me to have the feelings back but then i would cut it off again and then at age 13 i started burning it off and then at 21 I swallowed it I just literally like it's in me all this feeling is in me but I don't I don't feel anything I don't move around my tongue in my mouth and taste different foods I just literally push it all in and I don't allow it out and it's just all boiling inside me and the funny thing is as I say a little further feeling is my mentor so I don't touch anything I I so I feel so strongly that I don't want to feel anything that I like I'm learning everything from feeling and everything out there is yelling at me and and pulling me in and talking to me and conveying what's going on with them and I'm feeling it all but that's that's why I'm always overloaded and I'm always pulling back and I'm always going back into my shell and I need to just pull down the curtains and put the cover over my head the last part is very interesting because this is something that has been developing in me recently where I've been meditating a lot more and I've been able to get a sense of calm where I have moments of calm and that doesn't mean that everything isn't still happening within me but just for a few moments I have peace and my stress levels really lowered because of that the feelings are still there it's just in a calm way so it's like everything's screaming at me but there's also this stillness so so like five years have passed and my stillness has widened into emptiness. I was blindsided and neglected my truth, but you can never get here on purpose. Which is the funny thing is that that we think that we're heading in certain directions. We think that our actions are bringing us closer, but the truth is that our processes are what actually bring us closer. And the more we sit with things, the more we sit with our rage, the more we sit with our horror of the world, the more we sit with it, the, the that's the healing process. They're not going to go ahead and, and fix yourself by changing the color of your screensaver or some or, or taking an action like i don't believe that that actually creates long-term change i think that long-term change happens when when we just process something so i found that if i sit with the pain if i sit with what enrages me that i'm able to process it and by process it i mean i'm able to understand its message and instead of it just screaming and i can't hear anything and i don't understand now i understand what it's saying what i'm feeling and i also have a sense of my physical body i feel it and i'm not completely pulled in by its insanity so i guess this piece has a happy ending here you know which is not very common i guess with my pieces or maybe it is where at the end of the day i found hope in just sitting with my pain and that's that's all i really have to say here thank you so much for listening in i hope this was enjoyable i hope this was understood 
understandable. And I'm going to link the actual piece that I wrote so that you could follow along or read it or be able to understand better because maybe I read it too fast or maybe it would just be better if you can read it and see it. Thank you so much for tuning in.